Our Gospel reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 6, and verses 1 to 21. After this, Jesus went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, also called the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd kept following him, because they saw the signs that he was doing for the sick. Jesus went up the mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now the Passover, the festival of the Jews, was near. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about five thousand in all. Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. When they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. When Jesus realised that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were terrified. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they wanted to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the land towards which they were going. Our second New Testament reading this morning comes from the book of Ephesians, chapter 3, and verses 14 to 21. Because of the overwhelming goodness of all God has done for us in Christ, I fall on my knees in gratitude. I pour out prayers of thanks and praise to the God who conceived us, 
to this God in whom every people of every place find their life and their true identity. I offer up prayers for you too. God overflows with rich and vibrant life. And I'm praying that through God's Spirit, this overflow will be channeled into you to put new steel into every fibre of your being. I pray that through your trust in Christ, He may put down roots in your heart and that you may put down roots in His love. You can't have your feet on any firmer ground than that. I'm also praying that you and all God's beloved people might somehow be able to fathom the astonishing extent of the mysteries God has opened to us, even though they stretch from the depths of the earth to the outer reaches of the galaxy, from horizon to horizon, and from here to eternity. And finally, I'm praying that you will be intimately acquainted with the love of Christ a love that goes far beyond anything we can get our heads around. For it is that love that will pump you full of life, the rich and vibrant life of God. So now, credit where credit's due. All glory to God. It is God whose Spirit, working powerfully within us and through us, is capable of things beyond our wildest dreaming, things so extraordinary we'd have never even thought to ask for them. So all the accolades belong to God. In the church, glory to God. In the Messiah, Jesus, glory to God. In every generation, glory to God. In every age, from now to forever, glory to God. And so say all of us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.